Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, Omaha USO sighting. That's correct, we're talking about the recent release of the Omaha USO sighting video. And before I get into that, I just want to point out, I did list a link uh, to an interview Tucker Carlson did with the former now, uh, head of Space Force, young guy, I think his last name is Larimer. I won't get into the whole thing. Suffice it to say that uh, he was a head of Space Force. He had published a self-published book, I guess, uh, talking about uh, the dangerous uh, activities going on in the military right now with the whole concept of Marxism and this uh, thing called the 1619 Project where young recruits are taught that Marxism is a you know a much better system compared to our uh, democratic republic. That America was based on all sorts of terrible, fundamentally evil principles of slavery and racism. Blah blah blah. Anyway, he talked, had a short conversation on his podcast about his book and how he didn't view this uh, view this philosophy as something that was productive or something that should be taught in the military, especially to the people that you're trying to convince to defend your country. You, probably not a good idea to tell him how bad your country is, and as a result of his speaking out, he was fired, relieved of his command. It turns out the people that control things today are much better at firing people than Trump was. Uh, In spite of having a whole uh, television series based on the notion of you're fired, Donald Trump just couldn't seem to bring himself to fire anybody, and that's pretty much, I think, why he's not president this time around. That said, I bring this up mainly because I want to point out the environment that people are looking to to provide them with disclosure. Talking about a very hostile environment, actually, where they are preaching doctrine and philosophies that are polar opposite to at least probably probably 60% of the, maybe 70% of the majority of people in this country, and when someone disagrees with them, their immediate reaction is to fire them. So this is not a, a cauldron of truth, as I see it. It's not conducive to transparency or bringing out anything like that. So it's just one more reason why I find this whole uh, drip, drip, drip of disclosure thing to be um, a little maddening, a little annoying, but I'm going to cover it anyway. Now, when those first pictures came out from the Navy uh, exercises, I don't know, I think, the, I think the pictures were actually were taken a couple years ago out of an airplane cockpit, supposedly, and they were leaked online. And, of course, uh, George Knapp broke the story. My opinion then was is that there would be more pictures leaked, this time with a bigger, more prominently placed watermark. Uh, we got to give somebody time to monetize these suckers. And it turns out I was correct. That's Jeremy Cordell, I think is his name. Anyway, he's got the pictures, and he's released the video. Him and Knapp have done some stuff together. I like some of his work. Some of the stuff that he did the show with, he did the documentary with uh, Lazar. I thought it was a little melodramatic in places, but it brought some good points out. Probably, I think, his best work was Patient 17, when he, talks, when he follows this guy through the implant removal. So... It's not that I have a bone to pick with a guy. It's just the idea that this stuff is being released selectively to certain people. Now, 
I'm happy to see that Jeremy got it as opposed to Tom DeLonge and his bunch. But, you know, uh, Elizondo's been waiting in there with his thoughts on the subject. And so the whole the whole narrative is being, uh, it's being very much handled and being directed in a way that I think they, that, that benefits the deep state more than anything. Now, the first article, uh, just kind of a quick flyover, comes from TMZ.com. I also have a link at the website, UFOWarning.com, and it says, uh, it's pretty clear they're real. It says, here's more evidence, there's something flying around our skies with out-of-this-world technology, and at this point, it's hard not to be a UFO believer. you got to see this leaked footage taken aboard the USS Omaha in July of 2019, when the warship was sailing off the coast of San Diego. You see the UFO zipping along, parallel to the water's surface before disappearing down into the depths. Now think about this for a second. This is July of 2019. Who was president then? Well, President Donald Trump. And do you think he was even aware this was happening? I seriously doubt that he was. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was just pretty much out of the loop. But you know, if he would have given us some disclosure, that might have been enough to distract people from the entire... A COVID scamdemic, who knows? It goes on, it says, The UFOs appears spherical in the grainy black and white video, and you hear voices, presumably U.S. Navy sailors, exclaiming when the object gets close to the ship and when it splashes down. The Navy sent a submarine to hunt for the UFO and didn't find a trace. Lending credence to the theory, the object is a transmedium vehicle, meaning it's capable of traveling through both water and air, pretty cool stuff. Well, let's face it, if that thing can get here from across the universe, or across the solar system, or from another dimension, it's transmedium. Water doesn't mean a big, it's not, it's not a big deal to it. Okay, so as, as we reported, the Pentagon confirmed last month another leaked video taken by a Navy pilot showing a triangle-shaped object gliding through the sky is the real deal, and the U.S. government is calling it an unidentified aerial phenomena. UFO or UAP, they they're definitely, or at least possibly, out there. And that's just a quick little snippet there from TMZ. But it gives you an idea of how this material is being handled. Okay? First off, they're sitting on it for two years. They're sitting on it for two years. Almost two years. Why didn't Trump have this? Why didn't he release it? Was I, I, Apparently he was not only incapable of firing people... He was incapable of declassifying stuff because he wasn't even able to declassify the stuff about himself. He couldn't declassify, uh, what, 55-year-old material about John F. Kennedy assassination. So a lot of things, it just shows me that he was completely out of the loop. And I'm not so sure that the one that we have in there now is in the loop. I think what we're seeing is the people that have controlled this information generationally are the ones that are in control. And they release it as they see fit, how they see fit. And But to, to, to dribble this stuff out a few pictures at a time to select sources is it's not, it's, it's not a transparent, not a, uh, what I would consider uh, a, best, a, bright, a best practices operation way of doing this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the correct way to do disclosure, but it's happened. Now, the, the Probably the better uh, article on this comes from mysterywire.com. This is George Knapp's site. 
And you can go to the website, ufowarning.com, and you can link to the article. And you can also see, I don't know, like a five, six-minute interview there with George on some local television. And uh, George is a great presenter. I mean, he's done, he's done a lot of good re- – I don't agree with him on everything he puts out there, but he's he's been in the game a long time. And he is a big name in the UFO uh, circa, and he's done a lot of good work. So you have to respect him for the work that he's done. And uh, there is a, an informative little video there, and then there's this article from his website, Mystery Wire. And the article is written by George Knapp, and it says, uh, Amazing things have been leaked from the secret Pentagon investigation of UFOs. The UAP task force has been gathering evidence for a comprehensive report for Congress, which is due in June, that includes photographs and videos of UFO encounters with U.S. military assets, including Navy destroyers off the Southern California coast. Well, I'm not sure if they're gathering this in response to... It's almost like George is, is, is putting it out there that, wow, the, 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 the military, they're really getting their act together. They're really, they're really trying to put this report together, man, because... You know, they got their orders from the Pentagon. Listen, the people that know things don't care what they're being told to do. They're going to throw something together to, to keep the heat off of them. But the, but the, this fantasy that they're going to come clean with all this disclosure, I don't get it. It says, part of the report is to educate other military and intelligence officials about the nature of the UFO mystery. Now, that's just too broad. Because if you actually were planning on doing that, you wouldn't just be educating them. You would be educating your competitors, your enemies, uh, foreign and domestic. And, and what was the line that when they said Carter asked Bush, when, when, when George Sr. was head of the CIA, he wanted to know about, this, about the UFO phenomena, and Bush told him, you're on a need to know, and you have no need to know. I think that's how these guys view pretty much everybody outside of their inner circle. It says the new images were gathered by the task force and obtained by investigative filmmaker Jeremy Corbell, who confirmed their authenticity. Mystery Wire has independently confirmed that the visual materials are included in the briefing presentation prepared by the UAP task force. Now this is where I develop a real problem. The new images were gathered by task force and obtained. Well, how did he obtain them? Are they classified? Why couldn't I obtain them? Why couldn't you obtain them? Why weren't they posted on a public site somewhere where we could all obtain them? doesn't tell us how Jeremy obtained them. Okay? I don't get how people are just randomly assigned to obtain these things. It doesn't seem correct to me. And then it says that they were included in a briefing presentation prepared by the UAP task force. Well, this UAP task force is supposed to be putting together a report to present to Congress. What are they doing leaking their material to an independent private citizen, a reporter? Does that seem kosher? Does that seem like the normal, like, a, like an okay chain of evidence? Doesn't to me. Goes on. It says several U.S. warships based in San Diego were repeatedly buzzed by unknown aerial intruders. Stories stories of strange encounters bubbled to the surface last summer 
initially focused on the USS Kidd Navy destroyer. A month ago, more documentation surfaced in the form of ship's logs, which confirmed that aerial intruders were seen by crews aboard multiple warships in restricted waters off the coast of Southern California. Now it goes on, it has a picture there of this USS Kidd. It says the objects were described as drones, but there was not any description where they came from or who might be controlling them. Now, we've talked about this on the program before, this notion of mislabeling UFOs as drones. Uh, it's it, it, it's quite annoying, especially when you're trying to read through FFA, FAA reports and every UFO is described as a drone. which It's ridiculous. It's just, it's code language for UFO. So, anytime you see you know, Navy reports, unidentified drone, like when we had the drones flew over the nuclear power plant a couple of years ago. I'm not buying it. It says, one remarkable video was recorded in July of 2019 by, by naval officers using a night vision device showing what appeared to be a pyramid-shaped object hovering 700 feet above a Navy destroyer. This video was taken on deployment from the USS Russell, Corbell said. It shows what they described as vehicles, and they made a great distinction. They made sure in this classified briefing, they made a great distinction that this is not something that we own either a black project. That we own either a black project. This is not something of a foreign military. That these were behaving in ways that we did not expect, and that they were, you know, shaped non-aerodynamically, like pyramids. These are flying pyramids. Well, this is, this is not something unfamiliar to people who have had experiences with UFOs or uh, sightings or, or even read about sightings. Frequently, uh, UFOs do not take on the shape of a flying saucer or uh, some other uh, typical, stereotypical UFO. My own opinion is sometimes they take on the shape of whatever uh, objects happen to present themselves in the environment. It's almost like they're self-assembling on site. And this is another reason why personally I think these things are interdimensional. It's like they move into this dimension, they observe the dimension, and it's almost as if they're driven by artificial intelligence to try to camouflage themselves in some clumsy way. And for these things to take on a pyramid shape like this, maybe there was something on that boat that they recognized that was a pyramid shape. The metallic shape, you have the metallic shape of the boat. It's almost as if they're making some kind of a clumsy attempt to fit in. But uh, the notion that these things could have been flown here from China or Russia is, well, quite frankly, ludicrous. It says, the video is one of several forms of visual evidence gathered by the UAP task force to document bizarre encounters reported by the U.S. Navy during the past two years, including photos of three stationary drones of unknown injury, unknown origin. Let's just drop that word drone and read it like it should be written, including photos of three stationary UFOs of unknown origin, reported earlier this week. It says, This week, Mystery Wire shared photographs taken by the crew of an F-18. Of course, this article is from April 8th, I believe. Taken by the crew of an F-A-18 off the coast of Virginia in March of 2019. Some critics think they are simply drones or balloons, but the Navy and task force list them as unknowns. Well, you can look at this thing, and if you think it's a drone or balloon, 
you're kidding yourself or you're an idiot. I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't be nice about this. I mean, we have to start having adult conversations with other adults. And if the children in the room want to call these things balloons, then they can go off by themselves and play somewhere. I don't need to see them on the History Channel trying to debunk common sense. I don't need to have them quoted in articles that I read. I'm, at this point, I see them as just delusional, and they're not adding anything to the conversation. So I don't actually have any time for them, for the debunkers whatsoever. For crying out loud, the things are real. Now, where they come from, we can debate that. Are they piloted by some entity, or are they just some sort of uh, something beyond our even our comprehension? Or the organic, or the mechanical? I don't know. We can have conversations about that. But to sit here and call this thing that looks like a LP tank suspended in the air, uh, 500,000 feet up in the air, and it photographed by a Navy pilot, to call that a drone is simply idiotic. Now we go on here to the next paragraph. It says, Corbell says the briefing says the briefing lists multiple events, including several ships over a few days. There was in July 2019, and it got increasingly strange, Corbell said. The 14th and 15th of July were some were there were some like drone sightings, and by the and by the way, on the other ships they had different things that happened. So some were just like lights and did figure eights and patterns and 90 degree turns. Others were like diff, were like a different color, light or red. Among the other images from the time period is a spherical object photographed by the crew of the USS Omaha as it flew nearby, then descended into the ocean. The Navy called it a trans-medium vehicle. Quote, where did they land? Where did they come from? How did they travel the distance? Corbell asked during a Mystery Wire podcast recording. How did they have the power source for the lights, or how could they evade detection? If anyone in the Navy or UAP task force knows, no one is talking on the record. The mystery drones, let's repeat this, the mystery UFOs, the spheres, the flying pyramids, the metallic blimp, are considered to be true unknowns. Mystery Wire has independently verified that the visual images obtained by Corbell were prepared by the UAP task force. And then it says here, update, the Pentagon did respond Friday, April 9th, for a request to comment on the images and video. Pentagon spokesperson sent, spokesperson sent Mystery Wire the following statement. I can confirm that their referenced photos and videos were taken by the Navy personnel. The UAPTF has included these incidents in their ongoing examinations, as we have said before, to maintain operation security and to avoid disclosing information that may be useful to potential adversaries. DOD does not discuss publicly the details of either the observations or the examinations of reported incursions into our training ranges or designated airspace, including those incursions initially designated as UAP, and assigned Susan Gao, Pentagon spokesperson. That's G-O-U-G-H. Now, we've talked about Ms. Gao before in the program and profiled her. She seems to me to be a very smart lady. She has a lot of uh, letters behind her name. She is an expert, an expert in mass communication. Expert 
in, 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 the, in the psychology communication. So you're not dealing with an office secretary here, okay? You're not, you're not dealing with uh, a, a non-serious person here. And I, I'm concerned that she doesn't bring up, doesn't mention anything about the fact that these, that these uh, pictures and video didn't follow the normal uh, chain of command as far as their release was done. Where's the chain of evidence on these things? How were these things released? Is that is it okay just to release stuff off of a Navy ship like that that was filmed with Navy equipment? Is that okay? I'd like to know. So I'm a little confused there. But I'm not confused about who's responding to George. Like I said, she's she's the big dog at the Navy as far as you know, the, the point person. So what you get in that comment is what you get. I don't know. The pictures are neat. They're fun to look at. For any of us that already have our minds made up or that are not so close-minded that we can't see, uh, this is just um, further evidence. I don't know if I'd call it proof, but I'd say it's further evidence to us that UFOs are real. And I think it's almost at the point where they have become so commonplace that maybe uh, the military feels like they have to acknowledge them because it's happening so frequently now. But at the same time, it's clear to me that they're trying to control the narrative. And if they're trying to control the narrative, that simply means to me that they're trying to withhold information from us. It would be very simple for them to set up a, a website where they could release these pictures and videos uh, on a website open to the public that would act as a clearinghouse. They wouldn't have to explain anything. They could just give us the simple facts, the way that Court of Delahousie, this is where they were taken, you know, this is what time they were taken. This is the date they were taken on. Uh, we don't know what they are, but here's the pictures. And they could post those online to a website that was accessible by everybody. And then we could go. We could enjoy looking at the pictures without, without having to see Jeremy's name stamped all over them. Uh, we could all make up our own mind about it, talk about it. And if Jeremy and George wanted to do an article on it, they, would be, they, you know, they could do it. But the way that this material is being released now is not correct. Not in my opinion. It's not being done in a professional manner. It's not being done in any sort of a way that would meet a best practice standard. There's little transparency. We don't know who gave these pictures to Jeremy. But we do have the top Pentagon spokespersons coming out and saying, oh yeah, those are real. When there's a actual, actually there's, a, there's major concerns for security here. Who felt compelled to do this? Who thought it was their right to share this information with with an individual as opposed to posting it publicly? If this person wanted to go public and turn it over to a member of Congress, that'd be great. Why not do that? Why meet someone in a parking lot and hand them over the film and go through all of this, you know, spy fare? I don't know. But anyway, it, it, is, it is there. It's incontrovertible. You can't deny it. And um, I've got links to all the articles uh, at the website, ufowarning.com. Go take a look at the stuff, see what you think for yourself. And, and I'm sure there's going to be more stuff coming out as we get closer and closer to that what June date when they're supposed to release uh, the, the, the big disclosure. I think what's going to happen is they're going to put some more pictures out there uh, to, to act as a little bit of a distraction from the actual report which probably won't offer much insight about anything. I think you're going to have a lot of gobbledygook. You're going to have some names, dates, and places, but you're not going to have any actual solid disclosure as far as here's a picture of a craft 
and what it looks like on the inside. Or here's a picture of an alien that we've had, you know, locked up on some underground base somewhere for 30 years. I don't think you're going to get that kind of disclosure, but you might get some more cool pictures of orbs and stuff. I guess we'll have to see. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out. Thank <music> you.